Hey Joe, pleasure to talk to you today. Can you tell me, give me your name and where you're at today? Sure, so uh, my name's Joe Chin. I'm at Zillow right now. Is that, that what you mean like, mm-hmm. in terms of where I am? I'm a senior product manager there working on a number of different initiatives kind of focusing primarily at top of funnel, marketing related, um, onboarding our customers and stuff like that. Excellent. Sounds, sounds fun. How long have you been at Zillow? Uh, just over two years now. Excellent, excellent. Where did you start your career? What's kind of your origin story of you know how you got started? That's a good question. So I guess I kind of think of my career now as being in product management. And so I think the start of that sort of happened in my last company. I was fresh out of college, started working at a, a tech company in Irvine called eVisions. And I actually started sort of on the support side, doing post-purchase implementations, writing custom code as a developer, and then also triaging any any issues that kind of came up. And so that's where I started, and it was a very different career path. But there was sort of a point after maybe about a year, maybe six months to a year, where it was just like kind of clear to the people around me that I was a little bit different than the people around me. I was more talkative you know, more engaged in kind of like, you know, hey, how are you using this? Like, what could we be doing? Like, you know, help me understand your problem and so on and so forth. And so um, as a result, I actually got tapped by the sales team to actually switch over to sales engineering and to be part of the group that would go on site, talk to customers, understand their needs, kind of figure out like, how could we quickly pilot or demo the product um, in a way that was showing value and could hopefully yield some sort of uh, sale. Uh, after doing that for a little bit, we happened to hire in a VP of product management who his first task was really to go around the company and kind of figure out how to build a team that was going to be focused on product management. At the time, I think this was a discipline that was pretty foreign to everybody, uh, but it just happened that some of the activities I was doing was very much like in the vein of product management, talking to customers, identifying like, you know, how how many people had the same need? How pervasive is the need? Is this something that people would be willing to pay for? You know, does it provide value? And so, you know, he actually, this this VP that came in actually went to tap another individual and the person was like, well, tell me what that role actually does. And during that conversation, that individual said, that doesn't actually sound like me. That sounds like that other guy over there that's doing what, what it seems like you're describing. And so that's how I got my start into product management and that's sort of my, my origin story. Very cool. What's your favorite thing about what you do today? What kind of drives you, not what your day-to-day responsibilities are, but you know, what excites you about coming in and doing what you do? I think for me, the thing that kind of keeps me coming back to product management and has kept me in this field or in this discipline for as long as it has, which is almost about 10 years now, is really kind of like being able to talk to so many people, engage so many people that have so many different perspectives on the same problem, pulling that information together and then working with them to kind of drive a larger vision or direction strategy for how we go about solving that. So it's, in my mind, it's kind of like, you know, if you're that the, the kid that builds the Legos with the plans and then after a while you are like just talking with your friends and you start building things together that's much like different than what the plan actually was maybe for. You're just grabbing Lego pieces from like anywhere and you're kind of like building something that creates a cohesive vision or 
a deliverable. So like for me, that's kind of like at a, one of the things that I find to be really thrilling about the role is like you don't really necessarily know on Monday what you're going to be walking into. It could be something completely different, something new to the business. Uh, could be uh, that you've just rolled out some software and or you rolled out some sort of deliverable and, and the repercussions of that or there was some new learnings and so we have to pivot. And so it's like constantly working through a number of different uh, problem spaces and with a whole bunch of different people that have a lot of different perspectives on it and trying to kind of drive that cohesive unified vision forward. Oh, very cool. It sounds a little, this is a little clinical question, but uh, in five steps or less, can you connect the dots from your first job to where you are today? You kind of went through that a bit, how you got there, but were there like this, 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 this happened and, and hence I am here? I mean, when I think about my first job, that was really working at a local drugstore when I was like 15. Mm. And I don't necessarily know that, that that had a major impact on like, like I don't, I don't think I left that job thinking, okay, I'm going to get a career in product management, right? I think there were a number of things that sort of have, have happened to me since then. But I think some of the learnings from that first job actually played a role in landing me here. You know, because there was... I, I dealt with angry customers. I dealt with uh, operational complexities in a, in a little drugstore. Like, how do you get people through the line faster? Like, how do you schedule stuff? Uh, managing inventory. So it's just kind of like looking so at... So e- even in those totally different thing, the elements of the current job existed there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think like one of the greatest skills that I got from working in this small drugstore was that, you know, if a customer came in and they had a problem, it was... You know, how do you, A, hear them, make sure that they feel heard, um, understand ultimately the, the problem, the, the root cause, and how, how do you go and resolve it? Are there situations where you can't resolve it for them? Absolutely. How do you handle that? How do you, um, you know, pivot or how do you find a solution that is uh, amenable to everybody uh, as best you can? And I think, I think a lot of those same skills that people use in everyday life are applicable to product management. That's really interesting. That, that's a great uh, story. Thank you. Looking back on your formative years, childhood, grade school, were there indicators of where you are now? Probably. I mean, I feel like... Anything that stands out. Like, I was a tinkerer. That's what and, I was just about to say. And I so it kind of made me curious. Mm-hmm. And I think that helped me get to where I am. I'm, you know, what what were your things? No, that that totally resonates with me. That's exactly kind of where I was headed. I feel like through most of my formative years, I've always been a tinkerer, always like kind of building things, looking at how things worked, and trying to like mm. either improve them or just replicate them. You know, I wasn't afraid to kind of get my hands dirty, get into a problem space that I didn't understand, and. And kind of work through it and I think that that's really helped me kind of get to this place because in a way I've become very comfortable with ambiguity and not necessarily knowing mm. the path or the right answer and so in a sense it's sort of like learning to wayfind right at a young age and and can you and use the term? term from uh, I think it's from the Moana Disney movie right where she, they're basically you have to like learn to navigate without necessarily having a map, right? And figuring out your path and figuring gotcha. out like, you know, what is the problem space? What is it I'm trying to solve? How do I kind of prioritize those things, right? I I feel like I was just very fortunate to have an environment growing up where there were 
greater levels of problem solving that were kind of presented to me. You know, when I was a really young kid, it might have been something as simple as playing with like Legos or Kinects, Erector sets. Mm-hmm. And then as I grew up, you know, it was basically the the time when everybody was getting home PCs and you could go to the store and you could buy one at Costco or you could start building it. And so that created a whole new problem space to explore. And there's just been, I think, kind of that, that never-ending uh, ability when I was growing up and I had a lot of time to just sit down and tinker and to, to learn about things. So yeah, I think that that had a huge impact on where, where I sort of found myself. Oh, very cool. Was there a family component that kind of directed you in this way? Like mom or dad, engineers, sisters, brothers, and not so much that you're an engineer, but you know, in some families, the expectation is you will do X or you will do Y or they lead by example. Was there anything of that nature in your family that kind of pushed you in this direction? No, I don't think so. I mean, I definitely didn't have anybody in my family who like was an engineer or anything like that. Definitely nobody who was in product management. I mean, I think for the most part, this was sort of like a discipline that wasn't even really salient for for the when I was growing up, you know. Mm-hmm. And most people would have no idea what it was called, and it continues to morph and to change today. So, I mean, I think a lot of it just kind of comes back to, you know, if there's any component that really came from my family, it was just sort of like growing up in a household where... I think a lot of uh, a lot of your success is expected to come from you and mm-hmm. that you bootstrap some of it and so just having sort of that perseverance the tenacity to keep keep going even if you know I don't necessarily know how to solve my problem today continue to work through it mm-hmm. uh, so I think that's probably the maybe the biggest component that I got from my family or that I I would at least like to attribute to them <laughs> that, that makes sense that makes sense what were the inflection points where you chose this path like on the website there's that that image where you have one path that forks what were those fork inflection points for you that put you where you sit today yes i think we discussed them a little bit so far already you know i think there was a pivot point where moving out of essentially development or engineering into sales there's another pivot point from sales into product management and then along my path in product management there's been some pivot points in terms of do i want to go into leadership or management or do i want to maybe stay as an individual contributor i guess the the summary of sort of my career path has been for a long time I was sort of on the career path for moving up in leadership and roles of responsibility from essentially a product manager, senior product manager to director to director slash head of product for this company. And, and then I needed to make a decision. Do I want to continue on that, maybe relocate to Portland, or do I want to focus on my family? And so I end up pivoting there into an, into an individual contributor role to focus on my my um, family's growth and development. Very cool. What do you see as your biggest mistake along your path? I mean, I think when I look back on my path, I am honestly just very uh, appreciative and thankful for the path that I've been on. And I've had a lot of great mentors along the way and a lot of help. You know, it's not just that I'm amazing at my job or anything like that it's like there's absolutely luck and there's there's always been people sort of in my corner pushing and helping and so i really appreciate that 
in terms of like big mistakes for me the only real regret that i have is at the point i am is at the point that i'm at in my life i do wish that i would have maybe traveled more and potentially even worked in roles outside the country that's probably the really the only thing that looking back that i would have potentially even done differently is you know maybe not staying at a company for as long as i did and potentially taking roles every few years in different companies and different countries just to get a sense for like what does product management look like outside the United States how is it different you know how could my career kind of progress and grow with that aspect of it that's still a very foreign area to me i'm not even sure what that looks like but i see uh, people around me pivoting all the time into you know locations where you know they might be working out of london for whatsapp or they might be working out of singapore for uh, Expedia or Google, and so it's just a very interesting thing. Uh, I, I'm very curious about how translatable the skills are domestically to uh, ones abroad. So, advice for someone to learn from that would be go explore, maybe. Yeah, definitely. If it's something that that they have an appetite for, I get that there's a lot of people who maybe don't want to live abroad, who sure. don't want to necessarily take on that uncertainty or risk. And I don't necessarily think it has to be abroad. I think it could be in in different sectors. Foreign experience areas. doesn't necessarily mean right. foreign country could be mm-hmm. foreign experience to do QA or mm-hmm. program management. It could be as simple as pivoting from like software product management into hardware product management or sure. into consumer goods. What do those things look like? How is that different? You know, I think the space is constantly evolving and changing and so there's a lot of opportunity to to experiment with new places and not necessarily get complacent. Excellent. What would you say your biggest win so far has been? I think for me, like my biggest win is probably uh, having the opportunity to grow a product management team at my old role and kind of getting firsthand experience of what that looks like from the ground up. And so, you know, in, in that situation, I, I was basically... As I mentioned, I was tapped by this VP of product who had come in. Within a year, year and a half, he and the other product manager had left. And so I was in a unique situation where I was like the only person that had product in their their title. And so I was given the opportunity to build a team and, and end up owning basically the product portfolio for the entire company. And so I think we absolutely had huge product wins in terms of how we expanded the product portfolio, how we raised additional revenue or increased revenue for the company. Um, minimizing costs and just making things overall better for the customers. For me, though, I think one of the biggest learning experiences and biggest opportunities for me was the developing that team, identifying and finding talent, managing and mentoring the talent as much as I could. It was it was a uh, it was like hard to explain, but I think like as you as you develop in your career, you sort of have various levels of risk that you take on. And I think it's always good to continue to take on risks where you are facing problems where you don't necessarily know what you're doing and you might be faking it till you make it, but you're, you're at least constantly learning. Like, you know, you might have done something wrong today that you would do something different tomorrow. Uh, and I, for me, that was like learning how to manage a team, like going mm-hmm. from individual contributor, high performing individual contributor to now, how do I actually like delegate this work? How do I communicate uh, with the team? How do I keep them engaged and provide them a sense of ownership and 
belonging to the team so that they want to be there they're actively engaged and they're pushing as hard as they can rather than feeling like they're just being micromanaged and not of value cool anything that you didn't talk about like uh, learnings from that that you can take away because you kind of explained some of the learnings there I'm not sure that's cool did your education play a, a role in your path? So I guess part of the question is, what's your educational background? And part of it is, whatever the background was, did it contribute to where you are? So I think, uh, so my background is in computer science and business. Uh, I have uh, essentially... I essentially like kind of double majored, but just the way that my university was set up, I majored in CS and minor in business. Is the way that it was it was handled. I absolutely think it played a role. It opened doors for me. I got into technology, and then I had the path that we already talked about. Mm-hmm. I think now in my current role, it's it's good to have that background of technology that I can leverage and I better understand maybe some of the concepts. Um, but it can also be a double edged sword because if you're not careful with it. Um, you could potentially be uh, sort of stepping out of your lane, right? And so... Providing technical solutions when you really are focused on product solutions. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that there's... it's the, Yes, there's absolutely value there, but it's also really important to kind of keep in mind, be cognizant of the fact that just because you have a background in something at one point in time, as you progress in your career, it's very likely that other people are going to be stronger and better at that mm. than you are and yeah. that you want to provide the opportunity and a safe place to have those conversations and discussions. That makes sense. So knowing that, would you choose the same path you took educationally? Would you do a different degree program or go a different route knowing what you know today? Probably not. I mean... I don't really know what what else my path might have been, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to answer that question. I guess I would just step back to the previous question and say that you know even though computer science and business I think played a role in getting me to where I am, I don't think it's a requirement for being where I am. I think okay. I could have majored in probably a number of different things and still found my way to this discipline or this path just because of like sort of my nature. But I, so I don't know necessarily that the, that the major has directly influenced like where I am. Okay, that sense. That's, that's good. Where do you want to go from here? What's, what's your next step and end goal? Like where do you want to get to? That's actually a really difficult question. I think as I've kind of matured in my career and just like as I've grown older, that answer kind of constantly is changing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, when I was younger, I, I wanted to become like a CIO or a CFO, not CFO, CIO or like CEO of a company. I wanted to be like a founder of a company mm-hmm. and ha- have a business and take on a lot of risk, right? Um, as I've, um, as my family has uh, gotten larger, mm-hmm. my appetite for that risk has sort of uh, change and it's not necessarily that the appetite has changed. It's more that the my priorities in life isn't necessarily to go start a company or to be CIO. My priorities now are really to be more present for my my family and to be to be there for them and to watch them grow and to help 
shape um, or provide my children the opportunities or the benefits so that they could find themselves in a successful career like like I am today. I I, I yeah. want them to feel accomplished and I want them to to move out when they turn eighteen. And so, of course, you know, an interesting learning uh, curve for the next uh, decade or two. Very cool. Well, thank you very much for your time, Joe. I appreciate it. Obviously, we work together, so I I knew a lot of this stuff going in, but I appreciate the time to share your path with others, and hopefully they get some learnings from it, too. Cool. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks.